I V M I V M You are listening to The Signal Daily Brought to you by Front Page Studios Asia's largest slum Dharavi is set to get a facelift from Gautam Adani Located right at the center of Mumbai, Dharavi, which is dotted with huts and shanties, is home to around 9 lakh Indians. Many Bollywood movies have been shot in this locality, but it was made world famous by the 2008 Oscar-winning film Slumdog Millionaire. Now, Adani had secured the Dharavi redevelopment project tender last year with a bid of approximately rupees 5000 crores. And as per recent reports, the Maharashtra government has granted Adani's real estate unit the final approval to revamp Dharavi. This development, of course, also comes in the heels of a major political upheaval in the state, with NCP's Ajit Pawar joining the BJP government in the state as the deputy CM and Maharashtra's finance minister. So what does Adani get from this? Well, through this project, the Adani group will obviously obtain development rights for a vast land area spanning around 10 crore square feet in Mumbai. And in fact, winning this project has already positioned the Adani Group as one of the top players in Mumbai's real estate sector. As per the morning context, over the next 17 years, the Adani Group will be constructing property in over 70 million square feet in Dharavi, of which half of the land can be sold in the open market. Now, if the Adani Group sells apartments, as per the morning context report, the company can generate an annual revenue of 6,000 crores from the sixth year by a conservative estimate. But the big figures should not come as surprising because Dharavi is situated right next to the Bandra Kurla complex which is a posh upmarket district that houses shopping malls and embassies and banks. Now the remaining half of the land which as per rules cannot be sold in the market will be used to rehabilitate residents of Dharavi and reports suggest that each quote unquote legal resident will get a 405 square feet flat. But speaking to CBC News an urban researcher has said that only the residents living on the ground level of the slum and those who can provide evidence of the residence in Dharavi prior to 2000 will qualify for rehousing while everyone else will be forced to leave expectedly rehabilitation may just become a politically thorny topic as the Dharavi bachao andolan which is demanding housing rights for every resident is once again gaining momentum but with this massive project The Adani Group's borrowings will again rise as the expected outlay is pegged at rupees twenty thousand crores. But with Mumbai being India's most expensive real estate market, the benefits here are also massive. While the project can bring cash flows in the coming years, the company can experiment with multiple financial structures to raise debt and offload the risk over time, as per the morning context. And as the business publication further points out, and I'm reading out, quote. If the Adani Group can hold on to its rights over a large portion of the saleable land and construct buildings or commercial spaces, this tranche of Dharavi land can shore up the company's balance sheet. End quote. But it's hardly going to be a cakewalk. Rehabilitation of Dharavi residents is admittedly going to be a challenging task. While at the same time, the company and the government will have to find ways to accommodate the small local businesses that Dharavi is known for. For the next few minutes you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology business 
policy and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hi, I'm Shalbri and this is the deep dive for 17th July 2023. Hollywood is witnessing a double strike over compensation and work conditions as studios remain averse to offering a fair contract to writers and actors. As you may already know, the Writers Guild Association or the WGA has been striking since May this year. And now, Hollywood's biggest union, which is the Screen Actors Guild that represents TV and movie actors, have also joined forces with them. The BBC reported that almost 160,000 performers from the SAG-AFTRA walked out on 14th July to the picket lines to join the 11,500 members from the WGA who have been protesting for almost two months now. The president of the Screen Actors Guild, Fran Drescher, who's acted in several US sitcoms like The Nanny, for instance, had some pretty stern words to describe the situation. In a press conference in LA, she said that actors were left with no choice. They were, quote-unquote, being marginalized, disrespected and dishonored by a business model that has been changed by streaming, digital and AI. In a fury speech, she said that if, quote-unquote, actors don't take a stand now, they're all going to be in trouble. According to Variety, those who are a part of this protest have been instructed not to participate in any production work whatsoever, including acting, singing, dancing, performing stunts, etc. Even off-camera work such as press junkets, wardrobe fitting, makeup, premieres, screenings, interviews, all of that has also been prohibited by the Screen Actors Guild. But even Hollywood bigwigs are with the protesting actors on this. The entire cast of Oppenheimer, for instance, walked out of the London premiere of the film in show of support. Many others have also spoken out in open support of the actors' strike. But this is perhaps the first time since 1960 that two unions the Actors Guild and the Writers Guild, have decided to protest against industry powerhouses simultaneously. And this protest is almost threatening to bring Hollywood to a standstill. For now, several ongoing projects such as Deadpool 3, the Gladiator sequel, Avatar 3 have all been halted. All the late night shows have also stopped airing new episodes and are only broadcasting reruns right now. And TV shows and series that are still running are actually trying to figure out what to do with their next episodes and the next seasons. In fact, the upcoming Emmy Awards in September might also be delayed due to this reason. But what is the Actors Guild demanding? Well, both Hollywood writers and actors have pretty much the same demands here. To begin with, fair pay and good working conditions. Now, you might be wondering that actors are already paid well enough, right? Well, of course, that might be the case for A-listers. But the SAG-AFTRA is actually trying to fight for the smaller names, the background actors. Faces that you might see on popular TV shows and movies, but you may not register. Just to put it into perspective for you, actors from notable shows such as Kimiko Glenn, who starred in the Netflix hit show Orange is the New Black as Brooke Soso, revealed on TikTok that she was only paid $27.30 in residuals for 45 episodes. Other people have been forced to work multiple jobs to earn a living and Luke Cook from The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina in fact also took to social media to reveal the shocking fact that most actors who are a part of the Screen Actors Guild can't make a living from just acting. Previously at least TV reruns would earn actors and writers a small residual income or royalty. But streaming conglomerates and productions do not offer this kind of income. So no matter how popular a show might be on a streaming platform 
it won't generate any residuals for the creators. And this drop in residual pay has, of course, been a huge blow for writers and actors alike. And with streaming services taking over the entertainment scene, reruns and streams have almost stopped being a source of payment for both the groups. Coming to the second demand, improved working conditions. The BBC reported that the demand for better healthcare support and pension has been made. In fact, in support of the Hollywood strike, Matt Damon, who's a very well-known Hollywood actor, pointed out during the Oppenheimer press conference that actors need to earn at least $26,000 a year to make health insurance. And residuals are a big part of it. He also stressed on how hard it is for the background actors. With a bare minimum pay and no residuals, there's really no way for actors from the Screen Actors Guild to be able to afford any privileges or security that the union offers. Another very big issue is AI. Both writers and actors are worried about how the future of Hollywood is going to be like with AI. Will producers end up using AI to write scripts or complete unfinished screenplays? If writers are worried about that, then actors are also concerned about how artificial intelligence poses an existential threat to creative professions. Because already we've seen how voiceover artists can be replaced by AI. Actors are also worried about how AI might be used to produce digital images of them without their consent or proper payment. Obviously, the fear here is that technology has the potential to lead to job cuts. And both the actors and the writers' guilds are simply asking for assurances from production companies and studios to ensure responsible usage of AI. And let me tell you, writers and actors are not the only ones who are concerned about this. Right now, we are witnessing an AI boom, right? And a lot of people, including artificial intelligence experts and industry executives, are actually worried about how artificial intelligence will impact workforces at large. But so far, studios haven't budged. In a statement, the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers said that, quote, a deal had been offered with historic pay and residual increases, substantially higher caps on pension and health contributions, audition protections, shortened series option periods, and a groundbreaking AI proposal that protects actors' digital likenesses, end quote. But they added that a strike was not what they had hoped for. And this strike is also leading to big financial losses. So far, as per reports, LA County is losing about $30 million a day because of the protests. Factoring in the period of the strike, the county has lost a total of about $400 million in lost output so far. This is far more than the loss that the county had experienced during the last Writers Guild Association strike that took place around 2007 and 8 which cost them about $2.1 billion and lasted for about 100 days. So clearly, the strike has landed some pretty strong blows, but only time will tell what the outcome will be. If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd also love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at thesignal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. This episode was written and researched by Sneha and Anup. Produced and edited by me, mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.